Hi, my name is Theo, and you are listening to Between Two Trains. We bring you the best and brightest entrepreneurs in the North DeKalb area on the 1st and 15th of every month. Today, your co-hosts are Van Pappas and Eric Most. And now, Between Two Trains. Welcome to another episode of Between Two Trains. We come to you on the 1st and the 15th of every month with great entrepreneurs in the Shambly Brookhaven, North DeKalb area. And today we've got two young ladies that are starting a brand new business. But before we get to them, as always, I want to introduce my co-host, Mr. Eric Moss. Eric, how are you? Top of the afternoon. Too. Yeah, you missed a couple episodes. We had some other guest uh, co-hosts uh, for a while, but I'm glad you're back. Had to recharge the batteries. Yeah. I'm ready and rearing to go. Now that, now that summer's almost over... I can't believe it. You, you had some time at the pool. And time at the pool, but now it's now it's time to squeeze in as many rounds of golf as I can okay. before. The pool. All right. Yeah, that's what bankers do, right? Bankers hours, it, it can be tough sometimes. <laughs> you know. Well, um, we will bring on our guests. We have two, as I said, two uh, young entrepreneurs, Brittany Schmid and uh, Katie Dorr. Guys, welcome to the show. How are y'all? Yes, thank you for having us. We're so excited to be here. All right, and your business is called The Bunny Hive. So tell us exactly what The Bunny Hive is. Yeah, so The Bunny Hive is a brand new concept. We're calling ourselves a boutique social studio for you and baby. So we're going to be offering classes where parents can drop in with their babies, um, babies being uh, children zero years, zero to three years. And you drop in, you can take a 30-minute class. We have different activities like music, sensory, tummy time, Spanish, and... Infant massage. Infant massage. Um, And we're really hoping to create this space where you can not only spend time with your child, but also connect with other parents in the area and hopefully feel like it's a special experience for yourself as well. We're going to have support groups for expecting moms, support groups for new moms and parents and caregivers as well as seminars and lunch and learns. So we also hope to be kind of a one-stop shop for resources and the best in baby activities. Now, mine is 12, and Eric is brand newly married, so he doesn't have any kids yet, but I'm sure that will be coming at some point. So um, I try to think back of when mine was that age and what we did with him and the activities. And really the only thing that comes to mind is jamboree Mm -hmm. but that's not really what y'all are right it's very different than that absolutely um so just a little background on Brittany and i Mm -hmm. if you don't mind we met in charlottesville virginia our husbands were at darden school of business through um, university of virginia and after they graduated we moved to different cities and you know we were home with the baby and we were looking for all of these different activities to do with them So we were running all over town looking to establish a community. We were looking for different classes, and we really weren't finding what we wanted. It got really expensive to take our babies to all these different studios. We weren't seeing the same people over and over again. And being new to a city, it was really difficult not having a network. So that's how the idea for the Bunny Hive was formed, Um, ways to stimulate your baby outside of the house. Right, and kind of to go off of that and kind of to bring up some of the offerings you've talked about, like a, a Gymboree-type program. There, there are other programs. I think what, where we're different is the Bunny Hive is going to be really this elevated setting where you, as an adult, feel like you can breathe, and it's kind of a retreat for you, too. It's not where you walk in, you kind of feel like maybe you're in a 
Chuck E. Cheese type environment, which is great. You know, there's a place for that, but we want to differentiate ourselves in that we really appeal to adults as well. But I want to be clear. This is not daycare. This is not a drop-off. The parents aren't Correct. dropping the kid off Correct. and going down to the bar to get a drink, <laughs> right? Yeah. They're staying Maybe. there, but they the kids may go into a class with a teacher and the parents might go into a different room. Is that the understanding? Um, so the parents will be in the class with the teacher, but uh-huh. our members will have an option to then step into another room off of our classroom that we're going to call the hive. And we're going to have nitro brew coffee on tap. Um, and it's going to be a place where you can connect with friends. Um, Brittany and I both have one year olds right now. And the idea of meeting a friend at Starbucks with my son, John would just be really overwhelming, but this is a place where you can Starbucks, let the babies uh, play. Don't get me started Starbucks. on Starbucks. Oh my God. <laughs> um, so that's what we're hoping that our members will be able to utilize our space in other ways as well. Right? Champagne? Champ- maybe occasionally. Yeah. The, the mimosa? <laughs> the mimosas? Maybe. So will this be, yeah. let's talk about hours since, you know, you mentioned mimosas. I usually think of mimosas on Sundays. You're not going to be open on weekends. Is this just going to be a Monday through Friday thing? It is, but we will also be open on Saturdays. Okay. Um, Saturdays, roughly 8 to 12. Um, also, we want to know our weekly brunch party, Bunnies and Bagels. Do you want to talk about right. that? Right. Every Friday, we're going to have something I we're like calling. This. Bunnies and Bagels. Bunnies yeah. and Bagels. So it's going to be kind of an open house thing where you can drop in. Um, we're not going to have any classes during that hour. It's going to be a bagel spread. You come in, have some bagels and a cup of coffee with a friend. And it's kind of an alternative to going out to breakfast with a friend. And so let's turn the conversation to the entrepreneurial side. Now that we know what the business is, pricing, how does that work? Is this a membership? Is it a pay-by-the-visit? So it's kind of both. We're, we're based a lot like you see these boutique fitness studios, so like a Soul Cycle or a Pure Bar, where you can buy an unlimited membership for $150, drop in as much as you want, as often as you want, or you could buy a 10-class pack for $200, um, or you can drop in and it's $25 per class. We really hope to cater to parents who stay home and parents who work. So, you know, different options might be more appealing to different people depending on their situations. Mm-hmm. And that's really the same pricing that you see across the board at the different uh, fitness studios in the area. Well, I'm glad you mentioned about the different parents because, you know, there is a trend, uh, you know, our society's changed. We're no longer in the 1950s where mom stays home and raises the kids and dad goes off to work and you're finding all kinds of different parent situations, stay at home dads, Mm -hmm. you know, in fact, I personally think dads are a lot more involved with their kids upbringing than, you know, my dad who never changed a diaper, you know, what are the demographics? I mean, what kind of studies have you done or data have you gathered to see what those demographics are? Do you have something to say, okay, we're going to see more dads or less dads or more moms or less moms or, or I know I'm rambling here with my questions, but what about uh, nannies or caregivers? Mm -hmm. Are they going to be allowed to come in? Absolutely. So the way we have it structured is the bunny or the child is the member and they can have several grown-ups on file to take them. Um, we're actually going to have a special offering on Saturday mornings where it's a dad's-only class, um, and we're going to see how that takes off. We think it's going to be pretty popular. Right. And to go off your question of demographics, when we were writing our business plan, we did as much digging as we could into different census data. It's tough to find exact demographics on that in this area. We do know Atlanta has a great population of stay-at-home parents. It's hard to dive into it. Does that mean it's the mom? Is it the dad? Is it a foster parent? It's hard to tell. But we do know there are a lot of people looking for 
these activities are hoping in the area just from our own experiences. We see dads in these classes currently. We see grandparents. We see nannies um, in the different offerings around the Atlanta area. So we're hoping and expecting to see all sorts of, um, we're calling them grown-ups in the classroom. Right, and all, all of our classes are really there to foster that bond between the grown-ups, no matter who the grown-up is and the baby. It could be tough to kind of leave the house sometimes, especially in that zero to one or zero to six month Absolutely. time period. Right. But you've created a environment that's designed for these types of, you know, people in the time. So Eric, would you, if you had to, I know you don't have a child yet, would you be the one, Man, your, your, t- your wife's working in the medical profession, so who's going to be had, the... I've had golf buddies that I call them ghosts now because they don't exist hardly. I because mean, they're taking care of their they're kid. They're taking care of their kid. They yeah. have other priorities and that's good. You want that. You want them to care more about being at home than four hours on the golf course. Right. So I think it's transformative for the relationship of the parents, but it's kind of it seems like centered on the on the bunny who's the member. Absolutely. Right. So how did you come up with the name, the Bunny Hive? I mean, I love everything from a branding standpoint. The kid is the bunny. That's yeah. that goes well. Whose idea was the bunny? It was kind of, or it kind of just came it up evolved. organically. What happened? So my you're baby sitting around some beers, yeah. and someone <laughs> said, "Hey, wine, something like that." Oh, my, wine. I'm yeah. sorry. Yeah, tequila um, shots. Yeah. I don't know what you do. <laughs> so Katie mentioned maybe before babies, but um, yeah. Katie mentioned we both have one-year-olds. Uh, my baby's name is Jack. She has John, and they both sleep with baby bunnies, which is, or I guess they're not babies. Who knows? Yeah. But they both sleep with bunnies. So we wanted to incorporate the bunny somehow as kind of a tribute to our boys nice. and. Um, we are looking for our, something that meant community, and we kind of landed on the hive. So it's kind of a play on a beehive. It's a bunny hive for us. Nice. All right, so getting back to the entrepreneurial side of it, let's talk. We have our resident banker here in the room with us. Let's talk money. Okay. I mean, you're starting out fresh. This is not an existing business. Tell us, you know, what did you, did you have to go out and get a small business loan? Do you have family money that invested? How are you financing this thing? That's a that's a really good question. So Brittany and I both put in um, 25%, and then we went out to family and friends for loans. So we were very fortunate to be able to finance it in that way. So all completely privately financed? Yes. Nice. That's good. And you mentioned uh, business plans. So um, obviously, when you have a business plan, you need that to go get finance. In this case, right. you didn't necessarily need that. So can you talk a little bit about that that business plan and what the steps were to go through that? How, how difficult was that for you? Um, you know, it is a process, and it's a living document. Katie and I worked on it around the clock for six months probably tweaking and mm-hmm. I think a business plan is so essential to keep you grounded and like really help you think through things because we get so excited and it's it's tempting to just dive in without a business plan but we knew we wanted something really solid that we could take to investors because to us even if it's family and friends they're still investors and we wanted to take something really polished they wanted you that. wanted them to know you were serious yeah. that this you weren't just looking for a handout exactly you don't want thanksgiving to get awkward yeah. No, exactly. yeah. <laughs> yeah and even though it, we did invest with family and friends um a good portion of the bunny hive we still worked with a legal team to create a promissory note um mm-hmm. it's you know we wanted to keep it really professional and so yeah you don't have anything that comes up later i think i think that's the best way to go about it how was it to approach you know, y'all 
form this idea organically, mm -hmm. you develop that document, that plan. How was it to approach family members and ask for money? That's one yeah. of the biggest fears people have is asking not just for help, but for money specifically. Well, um, yes, it, it is not comfortable in my backgrounds in fundraising, but okay. I had never approached a family member before. And it, it was, well, first of all, I've got to say, Brittany and I are very proud of our business plan. So it was kind of fun to be able to show it off. And I think that they truly were impressed with how much thought was behind it. So although it, you know, it is a little bit uncomfortable, we were really proud too. Um, so it was exciting. Awesome. So you mentioned at the beginning of the conversation that y'all met when your husbands were at business school. Were y'all already married to them at the time? Or yes. Okay. So we've asked a lot of times in a lot of these interviews how much family is involved with operations and running the business. In this case, since the Bunny Hive is not yet open, did your husbands, were they involved in this at all? Did you bounce idea, business ideas off them? Or, you know, is it really just the two of y'all? They've been wonderful resources. Um, they really have. But this is really our baby. Your gig. Um, it is. And Brittany and I work so well together. We have very different skill sets. And we're also great friends. So I think that, you know, while we do have our husbands as advisors and they've been able to provide advice when needed, um, it's really been us. Well, let's turn to the location now. We've talked about your business, about financing, but I'm really interested in where y'all are located because I'm pretty passionate about Chambly and y'all are coming to downtown Chambly. Uh, for those listening to the show who've been here a long time, they know the building you're moving into as the old Biggers building, or if they've been here a really long time, they know it as the old Baptist church. Uh, from way back. So y'all are going to be um, on Peachtree Road, 5576 Peachtree Road, which is just a little bit around the corner from the post office in downtown Chambly for those listening. So why there? Yeah, gosh, we just, when we started exploring different spaces, we really fell in love with Chambly. It reminds us a lot of Charlottesville, Virginia. Really, it has so much character. It's um, you know, people are so welcoming. So we knew we wanted to be in Chambly. And then when we explored that building, it's just such a unique, just full of history and full of charm. So we fell in love with the building. Um, it's going to have really um, open, this open feel, clean, inviting. So we think it's going to be perfect for us. Now, y'all are not taking the entire building, right? You're just taking, what, right. half or... About two-thirds of it? Yeah, well, actually one-third. One-third? Okay. one big space and then two wings, so if you're looking from the road, we'll be on the left-hand okay. side. Okay. Did you rent the space? Did you buy the building? What? Oh, we're renting the space. Okay. Yeah. So just as a little background, uh, before you came along, Eric, and started uh, co-hosting, we had a gentleman on here by the name of Robert Pond, mm -hmm. who actually was the developer who redid that building. So you, you've been dealing with Robert in mm -hmm. this? We have been. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, he's been great. Because, you know, we're new entrepreneurs, and he's been a great resource yeah. for us. Great guy. He was a great really interview helpful. here on the yeah. show. So if, well if you're if you're listening to the show and didn't hear that, just scroll down the website a little or your podcasting app, you'll find the one for Robert Pond. It was a great interview. What about the build out now for, he, he's done the shell, right? Cleaned it up. If you weren't around, it was an old antique store that was just packed full of all kinds of stuff. Um, he's cleaned it up. 
now y'all come in. What are you doing? You know, what's that process like? You you had to hire, I'm assuming, some kind of contractor to come in and do some stuff? or Well, we got really lucky in that it was part of our lease agreement that um, they were going to manage the build-out. So okay. it's going to be delivered to us turnkey Nice. when we move in September 1st. Okay. So, and yeah. so you went to Robert and said, here's the features we need, and he's taking it from there. Yeah, in a lot of ways. I mean, it's going to be pretty minimal because that's kind of our aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Um, but we're getting to pick the paint colors and the finishes, and we're kind of in that process right now, so it's mm-hmm. exciting. All right. Well, the Bunny Hive I see here is going to have uh, social events. You mentioned earlier about the um, bunnies and bagels, right? Yes. Um, what other type of things might this morph into as far as events? Will will you ever do stuff away from the shop, or is it pretty much going to be... Um, so we're in the exploratory phase right now. We've okay. been networking with a lot of local businesses. One of our, um, well, part of our mission is really keeping everything local. So we're kind of in that phase now of meeting with other similar businesses um, to see what might be possible. But I think in the first two months, we really want to showcase our space because it is going to be sure. beautiful. Um, one of the ideas that we have is a ready-to-pop popsicle social for new moms. So we hope to do fun ready things like that. Ready to pop. They, they're just keen on these uh, branding <laughs> names. Yeah. I love it. That's Brittany. That's her background. We do, that so is we great, will. Brittany. I'm really impressed. <laughs> Thank you. So we're thinking we hope to have King of Pops in there. And so just keeping it as, as local as we can and featuring, because there's so many great local businesses right. uh, that we want to showcase as well and partner with. Well, we've talked many times on this show about that general area and, you know, I know y'all are new to the area and don't know a lot about it, but you can ask these your neighbors, you can ask Robert about some of the stuff that's about to explode in that area. Um, the town center is is getting going, and you're going to see, you know, probably about you know 300 new residents just in a walking distance to your place. So that could provide a lot of um, new customers for you, along with uh, that new development that should get started hopefully in the spring. Mm-hmm. Uh, where we're talking about is the vacant land next to the post office, if you're not familiar with that. It'll be a three-story office building, so you might have some some potential customers that are not living here in Shambly but coming to Shambly to work, uh, as well as a um, what's supposed to have a broad street marketplace with an open-air market and retail around it. So... That could all go very well in the walkable mentality that the city wants to create. Uh, a mom can come, they can get their coffee either at your place or some new coffee house that might open in, in the Broad Street Market and then walk over with their child. Yeah, yeah. that's so 30, exciting. 30 years from now, they're going to do grand, grandparents and ganaches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's a great no idea. <laughs> You better you better trademark that before they take it. Yeah, this is. Yeah, you can, they can have that one. Yeah, Grandparents and Grenache. Courtesy of being on the podcast. Yeah, right. uh, well, we have come up to our break where we're going to hear from our sponsors, and when we come back, we'll uh, play our ever fun game, Hot or Not. Stay tuned right after this. Hi, this is Van with Between Two Trains. We hope you've enjoyed this podcast. We have a great lineup of future guests coming, so stay tuned. And if you're a business owner or an entrepreneur in the North DeKalb area and are interested in coming on the show, send us an email. We would love to get your story out to the community. 
send your contact info to between two trains at gmail.com. That's between the number two trains at gmail.com. If you recently got divorced, you may be wondering how to pick up all of the financial pieces. Is it time to make a new budget, new goals, and get a new game plan with your investments? What about the best way to save money on your taxes? Take control of your money future. Go to oxygenfinancial.net to schedule a complimentary meeting today. Go to oxygenfinancial.net to get started right now. Securities offered through Kester Investment Services, member of FINRA, SIPC, advisory services offered through Kester Advisory Services, an affiliate of Kester Investment Services. Oxygen is not affiliated with Kestra. Looking for an affordable, functional, and creative space to work? Check out 3411 Coworking in downtown Chambly. They have flexible month-to-month office space options that include fiber internet, meeting rooms, printing, coffee, snacks, and networking events. 3411 Coworking is the perfect place for entrepreneurs, remote workers, and small business owners looking for a one-stop shop for your professional needs. Stop by for a tour Monday through Friday from 9 to 5 and see how 3411 Coworking can work for you. Welcome back to Between Two Trains. You can hear us on our website at betweentwotrains.com. That's between the number two trains.com. Or if you're in your car, just pop open your favorite podcasting app, Stitcher, uh, iTunes, Google Play, whatever you use, and search for Between Two Trains. And uh, we are here with Brittany and Katie, and we are going to play Hot or Not. And Eric, why don't you lead us off? I will lead us off. So, girls, you talked about September 1st, you open, and you've got the business plan. We touched on that. How far out does the business plan go, and is the business plan hot or not? For us, the business plan's been very hot. Like Brittany said, it's been a way that we can, it's a living document and just something that keeps us grounded and organized. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, we've loosely looked out about five years, and... I mean, depending on how this location goes, I'm located in Chicago right now. Um, I'd like to open one local to me as well, but for now we're going to put all of our efforts obviously into our Chambly location, and that business plan will, you know, always be there to guide us. So hot. Yeah, I mean, everything Katie said, definitely hot. Um, And as I mentioned before, it's a living document. We go in constantly and update the financials especially, and I suspect we'll probably review it at least yearly, and keep uh, working with it as we evolve. So Katie mentioned that she's going to be in Chicago. Obviously, Brittany, you're not going to be there at the store all by yourself. Employees? Are you hiring employees yet? Yeah. So we've hired three employees, and we have a couple, and they'll be working 10 to 20 hours each, and then we have a couple people who are going to pop in for different offerings, like our support groups to lead those. So, yes, employees to support us. Sharing financials with those employees, the early successes, the milestones that the business plan, you know, as you achieve them, they're, they're big times. How, how much do you share? And is that hot to share with employees? I think hot. I think that especially as a startup, you really want your employees to feel invested and feel like they're part of the mission. So I'm sure we'll work out what's um, appropriate to share. But I think, yeah, I think it's hot to kind of cue them in and make them feel like they're really part of the team. Well, sticking with this employee theme, what about personality tests for new hires? So what was your process for mm-hmm. hiring these these employees? Is it hot to give them a personality test? We were just talking about that last night. Um, so bef- before we get to that, it takes, we are looking for a very specific person, obviously different personality types, but we're hiring teachers, just to be clear. Um, 
they're going to be delivering the curriculum that Brittany and I have been writing. It takes someone with confidence and warmth, but also who isn't afraid to be a little silly and quirky in front of grown-ups. Um, the three that we've hired, we feel are really going to be fantastic, and we're planning to do our onboarding soon, and we're going to have all of them take the Enneagram. Um, they haven't done, or they don't know this yet, but um, mm-hmm. that's uh, what we're going to do for I our I hope they're not listening. <laughs> 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 uh, but yes, I think... What was the question? Personality type? <laughs> hot, personality hot or, test. test yeah. Hot or not personality hot. test. We don't want to rely yeah. on them too much and pigeonhole people, but um, I think they can really be helpful, especially as a get-to-know-you activity. Definitely. An They're icebreaker. Yeah. How, how did you find these three people? Did you, put, like, did you post on Career Builder or some kind of online service? Yes. We posted on Indeed. Indeed? Okay. And also social media. Um, social media. We also... Word of mouth. We sent out um, the job posting to some Georgia Tech groups because we thought this could be a great opportunity for a university student, potentially, who mm-hmm. was looking to get into early childhood development. And one of our teachers is a Virginia, or sorry, not Virginia Tech. I'm from Virginia, so um, <laughs> Georgia Tech student. Yeah. Um, the, so are these three young with families or no families or, or like retired kindergarten teachers? They're all young. They okay. None of them have children, which is kind of funny you bring that up because originally we were thinking this would be so great for a young parent to, because they get it, you know, right. and they couldn't. They've been know. through it. Yeah, but kind of as you work through the logistics, it's tricky because it's really parents, you know, a lot of them who could do this job potentially, they're staying at home with the child and it kind of makes it tricky. Do you bring the baby with you to work? Do you get childcare at home while you work? It, so... At least to begin with, we're having all um, young people, young professionals who don't have kids. Yeah. Right? And we were very, um, very pleasantly surprised by the interest that this job description generated. And we had people all across the board apply from your retired kindergarten teacher to your college students. But we're really excited about the three that we're going to be onboarding soon. Now, are they going to be W-2 employees or are they going to be just... 1099 contract workers. How was your structure going to be? W-2 employees part okay. time. So you're going to offer them benefits and. Well, well we don't. <laughs> <laughs> they both look. For those of you listening, they both looked yeah. each other like, well, well, are we offering benefits? Ten hours a week. Ten. Um, okay. So eventually, we will be hopefully hiring a studio manager, more mm-hmm. of a full time position, and then we'll start offering benefits. Mm-hmm. Nice. So, y'all are friends. You all have been friends. So I already know the answer to hanging out with you know your business partners, families. Mm-hmm. That's that's hot. But you know, y'all had children, and now y'all have the child of the business. Mm-hmm. Would your husbands say that it's mm-hmm. hot or not to be married to an entrepreneur? I they better hot. say hot. <laughs> <laughs> I think hot. I mean, are they entrepreneurs or no? They're not. So my husband's like in management consulting. Katie's is in investment banking. Um, but I, you know, I think that they would say hot. I think it's kind of become a family business and for better or worse, we kind of live, eat and breathe this business, especially right now. And it's, it's been really fun. How do you manage the time? Sorry, not to cut you. So it's been difficult, um, initially, but now we have plans. Brittany's son's going to be starting daycare soon. And my son and I are going to be moving down to Chambly for two months in September to get this launched. Um, so it has been a lot on our families, but they're obviously fully on board. Um, I'm still working through the childcare piece. It's not easy. Yeah. 
And then your question was about how do you manage your time. I think it's um, something that right now, admittedly, we probably, there's no time off. You know, it's kind of, I work on Bunny Hive until I go to bed, and it's the first thing I think of. I know that as we get maybe more settled and we get our feet under us, we'll have to kind of set those boundaries because I know that's important. Um, so we'll just have to manage that when the time comes. But this is also something Brittany and I were really excited about. Once we get this up and going, we will hopefully have the flexibility and the freedom to spend time with our sons, but also do something that we love and that we're passionate about. Sure. What about marketing? We haven't really talked about that in this episode at all. Um, I know we're not open yet. You've handed me this postcard, which is really uh, nicely done. I don't know. Did you get this done here in Chambly at... So I'm going to let Brittany talk about this because she is our marketing person. It's her background, and she's done a fantastic job well, getting the word you, out. Katie. Did, tell me this came from Paper Daisies. <laughs> no? No, oh, didn't. We just it had didn't. We just had Lisa from Paper Daisies on yeah, a month ago. I know they're fantastic. Yeah, we, we worked with a, um, a design firm actually based out of Wisconsin, so that is the one thing we didn't keep local just because – Honestly, I've just been following that design firm on social media for probably 10 years, and I've always wanted to work with them because they're fantastic. Um, so we worked with her on the branding, and we got our postcards printed using a company called Moo.com. Okay. Um, they do a really great job. Um, and in terms of marketing overall, we're really focusing on social media. We think that's where our demographic is spending a lot of time. I know I personally use Instagram to find everything from a new hairstylist to a pediatrician, to be honest. So we, um, we're doing a lot of organic um, activity on there to hopefully drum up some interest. Okay. And so you, other than this wonderful podcast that everyone in Chambly is uh, going to hear soon, are you going to do anything with the locals to, you know, are, are these postcards going to get mailed? Am I going to see one of these in my mailbox? <laughs> well, legally you can't. Your son's 12. Yeah. I get my son. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure you can buy a, can't you get uh Well, you might be able to. I know. A mailing list of... Maybe. It's kind of, that's a gray area. You yeah. know, we really want to, you know, approach people organically. I, mean, I don't want them to feel like Doesn't Target being... and Kroger do that? I get those things all the time. They seem to know exactly what yeah, I want. I mean, maybe, I don't know. I don't know if that's quite our style. I mean, we've really immersed ourselves into the local community, and I think that's um, been beneficial to us so far, you know. So a lot of networking events. Yeah, I mean, on the 4th of July, I went to the Chambly 4th of July, and I was out peddling my postcards, and I made a lot of great connections, and I think people appreciate that. Have you gone to the... Um, the Women's Entrepreneur Group here in Chambly. We've heard of it. We haven't gone yet, but we're planning to. Right, after we get offline, I'll, I'll yeah. connect you with the people there. Because that. that could be great. It's mm -hmm. a women's entrepreneur group. A lot of them do have, you know, small children. Mm -hmm. So That's the village? The village, right. yes. We're part of that Facebook group, and they've yeah. been really welcoming. In fact, the owner of 3411 Co-working right here, Margaret, just had a child a couple of months ago. She's part of the village as well. Oh, yeah. So So great. All right, well, uh, Eric, you have any more? Because we are really up against our time here. We are, we are up against time. If you were to tell our audience where to find y'all, if there's a website or a social media. Can I put in a plug before that? Absolutely. Um, our founders package just went on sale. Um, for the first people that sign up for the Bunny Hive, they will get a discounted, a discounted $99 unlimited membership um, for the first month. So um, if you're listening, we only have it... We only have a limited amount left. Um, you can find them on our website, www.thebunnyhive.com, 
or so it's a first come first serve first once come, you, you said we're going to do x number and when those are gone that's it yeah, and there's a few other perks like you get a bunny high baseball hat and you get invited to a few exclusive events so right. yeah so we have that we've got our website you can find us on instagram and facebook what was that website address it's thebunnyhive.com. Bunnyhive.com. And our anticipated open date, as Eric mentioned, you all mentioned September 1st. You think Mid- that's a reality? September. Okay. We hope to have access to the space September 1st. Having gone through a lot of construction projects, always add a couple extra weeks. <laughs> Keep your fingers crossed for us. We're hopeful. How appropriate. Labor Day weekend. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Has a nice ring to it. Right? Yeah. Doesn't it? Well, thanks so much for coming on the show. We appreciate it. Eric, thanks again for another great co-hosting episode. And we will be back in two weeks with another guest. Uh, It's going to be an interesting episode, Eric, because we are going to bring on our very first entrepreneur who is also a politician. So stay tuned two weeks from now for that episode. Y'all have a great one. Bye.